Scripture says that God our Savior desires all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. But what is the truth? And how do we gain that knowledge? The answer to these questions and more in today's edition of Faith with Father. Living Bread Radio presents Faith with Father, a program aimed at teaching today's culture the truth about the Catholic faith. And now here's your host, Tim Perry. Hello, and welcome to this edition of Faith with Father. I'm your host, Tim Perry, and with me today in studio is Father Michael Dank, currently the Associate Pastor at St. Joseph Parish in Amherst. Welcome, Father. So glad to be here with you, Dan, at Living Bread Radio, and we're kicking off with the UCAT here, the very beginning of it. Yeah. So we're going to uh, continue our discussion about what we believe as Catholics. And the first question, uh, again, it's only a 13-minute show, but the first question is, why are we here on Earth, Father? So, Tim, as you know, this this question hasn't changed. A lot of people think uh, of the old Baltimore Catechism, and actually the definition is still pretty much the same. We are here on Earth in order to know and to love God, to do good according to his will, and someday to go to heaven. So we're here to know, love, and serve, and to be with him in this world, and someday in the next. And I think it's a, it is a—it is such a wonderful definition. It's so profound, and the church tries to be as concise as it can, especially when it tries to profess our faith. And so the first, uh, the number one question in the catechism is, why are we here? And I think the answer is so profound that I'd like to talk to talk a little bit about that. So... It says we are here on earth, so we all know that we're here on earth in order to what? First of all, to know God. And uh, to know God, there's different levels of knowledge, you know, when we talk about it. So think about um, uh, head knowledge, you know. So you might, you might know the ingredients that go into something. You might know what somebody looks like. Um, but until you move to the heart knowledge, where, where you really grow to know somebody and to, to actually know their innermost being, you know, this is what we're called to know with God. So it starts, it does start with the head knowledge, and that's why we have the catechism. But hopefully it should move to a deep knowledge, a knowledge of intimacy, where we not only can tell you what Jesus is like or what the church is about, but we have this living, felt, intimate relationship with God. So that's what it means first to know God. Once we really get to know him, who God is, you know, that's what Jesus came to, to reveal us, to reveal to us this father who is so loving and compassionate and just wants to bring us to himself. Once we get to know him and, and be really intimate with God, it leads automatically to love. Once we know God, we, we fall in love with him. And, uh, and again, there's different nuances of love, you know, so we have oftentimes, hey, I love you, man, you're a good guy. Um, then we have intimate spousal loves where people love each other. And then there's this love that we have for God that, that transforms from a, a, a kind of a erotic love of being drawn out of ourself. You know, like when you see uh, a sunset or a, a beautiful breathtaking landscape and you're just, you feel loved by God. Um, then it transitions so naturally into service. You know, so the Catechism says then to do good according to his will. When we fall in love with God after coming to know him, we naturally transition into wanting to share that. You know, so when you experience something good and beautiful and profound, there's something in us that innately wants to share that with other people. So it is a beautiful statement to know God, to fall in love with him, and to want to give your life to him in this world, and then on top of that, we get to be with him in the next, forever in paradise. Okay. Boy, that's well said, Father. Uh, I've also said the converse is also true. 
you can't love somebody that you don't know. Right. And, and that's one of the reasons I give uh, why we should go to church on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, not only is it pleasing to God and not only is it for our benefit, but in hearing the preached word of God and uh, assuming we're in a state of grace, being able to receive the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Christ in the Eucharist, if we do that every week, and for some of us, they get to do it every day, we more and more get to know God, and that way we can love him more. Yeah, and that's where we, that is the, the source and summit of our faith is the Eucharist, you know, so that's where we gather and um, ultimately, we get to know God through Christ. So the whole reason he sent his son, Jesus, was that the son may reveal to us the essence of the Father, that when we get to know Jesus, we get to know the Father. And in the Eucharist, you know, there's no better way of getting to encounter Christ and know him than through that sacrament. We, we, we come to know him in the Word and also in the sacrament. We experience the real presence of Christ, and when we experience that real presence... We experience God. Okay. Uh, the second question of the UCAT asks, what is our purpose? So God created us out of free and unselfish love. And um, why he created us. So the, the whole idea is that when a man loves, his heart overflows. And you, like I said before, when you experience something good or beautiful, you want to share it with others. And there's something about the 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 wonder and essence of God where God had this has this desire to share himself with others and so the whole the whole point that we are brought into this world into creation is because God wanted to share it with us and, and he gave us this um, this wonderful ability to know to take in to to um, understand his truth and to receive what he wants to give us so that's the whole purpose that we're here is to receive this abundance of love and revelation and glory and awe that God wants to share with us. So if if we're uh, made in the image and likeness of God, then we also are made to love and for love. We, yeah, we're made to do the same thing. And, th- and that's why that knowing, loving ultimately flows into serving. We're made to share and to pour out the love of God that we have received and, and Christ who is in us, to share that, to bring the light to those who, in dark, who are in darkness. So when, so when God made us, on the one hand, because he's God, he didn't have to make us, but on the other hand, because his nature is love and he is love, the nature of love is to want to share it. Yeah, that is that. that that is ultimate love, and that's the difference between the erotic love and the agapic love. So, erotic love is this being drawn out of yourself to to another, to God, and agapic love, which is the the greatest form of love. Jesus showed us agapic love when he died on the cross and he poured his blood out for us. That is the ultimate love, is the 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 pouring out of yourself to share with another, and that's what God did when he created us. He poured out of himself and created us out of nothing. Mm-hmm. So the next question in the UCAT asks, why did God create us? Or why do we seek God? Okay, so we seek God. God has He's placed in our hearts a longing to seek him and to find him. And St. Augustine says, you have made us for yourself and our heart is restless until it rests in you. I think that's one of the most beautiful quotes that we have. Our heart is restless until it rests in you. So why do we see God? Because that's what he made us for. And, and that's how he created us so that um, 
we could always be drawn back to the source of life, back to our creator, back to the one who, who brought us into life. And our hearts are restless. You know, we seek God in everything that we do and, and everywhere that we go. Our hearts are restless until we finally find God, until God finds us and brings us to himself. You know, so if you find yourself restless, and if I do, you know, there are times I find myself restless, it's because we're seeking God and other things um, in other ways that are less than God himself. And while God does reveal himself to, to us and people and things, ultimately he's beyond that. And so our hearts are restless in this world until we can experience and encounter him in his truest self. And ultimately that will come in heaven when we, when we experience God face to face. That, that's why they call it eternal rest. Eternal rest grant unto them, O Lord, and let perpetual light shine upon them. May they rest in peace. That's when we'll finally have that ultimate resting in God. Father Joe has a saying that I like, and he says that whether you know it or not, you're searching for God. Yeah, yeah, and Edith Stein said the, the, the same thing. She's one of the saints of the church, and she said that anyone who seeks truth seeks God, whether or not he realizes it. You know, so we're always seeking God in everything that we do. We just oftentimes don't realize it. Um, so all these desires that we have are to lead us towards God. And uh, obviously we know that we are fallen and, and sinful, and that's why some of these desires take us off the course. But at our deepest self, in our deepest uh, being, we are searching for, for God. So, Father, some people don't even believe in God. So is it reasonable to believe in God, and can we really know that God ex exists? Yeah, so human reason is actually supposed to lead us to knowing God. So, again, you go back to the first part of the catechism. Um, what's the purpose of this life? To know God. To know God. What, what leads us to knowledge? You know, that's, that's human reason and, uh, and truth. You know, this um, knowledge can be acquired and received. You know, so we can come to know God and we can come to know him through, through our reason. That's why reason is a gift from God. You know, one of the church teachings is that science and religion and, and people always, for some reason, want to divide them, but they're two wings of the same bird. You know, so science and religion should both lead us deeper and deeper into this mystery of God. Um, neither one will take us all the way there, you know, because ultimately God is beyond, as I said before, anything that we can touch or, or experience on this earth, but, but all of creation is pointing us towards God. And so just using our, our human faculty of reason, uh, we can come to the awareness and to the, um, to the wonder and the knowledge of God. Mm -hmm. So how can we know that God really exists? Well, we can know ultimately through revelation, you know, so there are some people that deny the existence of God and we can come to know him through reason. And ultimately, this could be a challenge because uh, our reason is, is kind of skewed, you know, and sometimes we almost want to deny what is truthful. Um, and deep down inside, we, we, we know it because God has revealed to us. So ultimately, the, the only way to come to this truth is, first of all, to have some kind of openness and receptivity. We don't come by ourselves to the knowledge of God. God reveals himself to us. He reveals who he is to our innermost being. Mm -hmm. And I also like to use the example that creation itself, through our reason, 
how did it come about? Yeah, so even if we look at at creation and the the whole wonder of the world around us, you know, and again, science is not the enemy. The more that we come to learn and know about this creation, God created it. So the the more we come to know about his creation, the the more we will come to know our creator. And there's more than one scientist who, through during their research, has come back to and had huge faith conversion yeah when they when they finally have that epiphany of the truth that they've been searching for in science is is also the truth that that um our faith brings us to sure they correlate each other well uh today father you taught us a little bit about what why we're here on earth uh, what our purpose is why god created us and uh, why we search for god and that it is, in fact, reasonable to believe in God and that we can really know that God exists. Um, I want to remind the listeners that we have hundreds of past Faith with Father shows archived, and we podcast all the new shows, so you can subscribe right on our website, livingbreadradio.com. Go to the Programming tab and click on Faith with Father. And, uh, Father, if you could uh, give give myself and the listeners your blessings, please. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless all of you who are listening to this, that you may come to the knowledge, the love, and ultimately eternal life with God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. And Father, you, you have a podcast that's got a new title now. Yeah, so you can visit my blog. It's Father. It's it's theprodigalfather.org, theprodigalfather.org, or search my name, Father Michael Dank, and you can download my latest app. Awesome. Until next time, may God richly bless you and yours. This has been Tim Perry. Bye for now. This has been Faith with Father, a production of Living Bread Radio in Canton, Ohio. For an audio archive of this program, log on to livingbreadradio.com and click on Faith with Father. If you have a question or comment about today's program, email us at askfather at livingbreadradio.com. And join us again next time for another edition of Faith with Father.